0: Hey guys, this is DJ Bagwell with ShareHope Global. I've been a church leader, Sunday school teacher, and I've shared the gospel for years. But as I taught the word and operated as a leader within the community of faith, I realized I needed more biblical knowledge and theological training. And I've discovered an outstanding program that's helped shape refine my ministry. The eBible Institute, or the EBI, is an online diploma of Christian ministry ideal for anyone looking to grow as a leader, teacher, minister, or equipped believer. This training program has a proven reputation with over 150,000 students worldwide. Many of those students are pastors, evangelists, ministers, missionaries from various denominations and churches. As a student with firsthand knowledge, I feel empowered by this program, and I'm going to share a special promotion for you today. You can save $25 on tuition when you enroll. That's only for my podcast listeners. So, here's what you do. You go to gmrinc.org. Again, that's gmrinc.org. Click education. Then eBible Institute, which is normally $349. But when you use the promo code DJ25, again, the promo code DJ, like my name, 25, you will save $25 upon checkout. This offer is only available for a limited time, so check it out today. Welcome to the Share Hope Global Podcast with DJ Anthony Bagwell. We are back again with a awesome podcast and a special guest, our family friend, Chukuka Mange, all the way from Nigeria here in Tampa. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. You guys are in for a treat. This is a dynamic person, businessman, ministry leader, and we're going to just... I couldn't pass up the opportunity to pick his brain to get his feedback for you, the listeners. So you're going to really enjoy our discussions today. So today we're going to talk about business. Now, if you're not a business person, that's okay, because I believe everyone has some sort of entrepreneur in them. Whether you're managing your home, your stay at home mom, whether you're managing your church, a church's business, doctors, you're running your office, some part of that's business. Or if you're a business person who's looking for encouragement, and how does God see me as a business person. So you're here in the U.S. right now and you're going to be accepting an award soon. Yes. And so now yeah. what is that award for? Tell us more about it. Okay, so I'll be
1: accepting um, an award in about two days as well as another one in about a week. Whoa, okay. <laughs> I didn't know
0: that. You have multiple. Yes. Don't be shy. Tell yes. us yes. Tell us everything.
1: Um, okay, so I've been here for about two weeks. I actually started off um, in New York at the United Nations Assembly, um, where I was recognized as one of the most influential people of African descent. Wow. Um, that was interesting for me because it's um, I, had to, I had the opportunity to meet a number of people, interact with a number of people from different parts of the world, people doing interesting things across the world. Um, I know at some point we'll talk about, you know, our role as Christians yes. and marketplace folks but but you know one of the things I tell people is that um, you know it's important for you to as a Christian um, it's important for people to see fruits to see evidence yes. of, of Christ and in your life in what you do in the marketplace so for me um, being recognized at the United Nations of all places for me was really honorable or honoring and very humbling Um now, in two days, my um, university undergrad university um, is recognizing me as the um with a distinguished alumni award um, that's amazing so so that's a it's supposedly a big deal
0: that's a huge um, deal congratulations
1: <laughs> thank you very much thank you very much um, and then the the last one before I head back so there's three <laughs> actually, actually there are three <laughs> <laughs> three this month um before I head back, there's another one in the Silicon Valley in the Bay Area, where I'm being recognized as the um, the Innovative Executive of the Year. That's amazing. Yes. So um, it's been a journey. I started from Lagos to London to New York. Um, I'm now in Florida. I'll be heading to <laughs> San Francisco in a few days. You've been traveling. I've been traveling, um, but but it's been it's been really good. Um, so that's that's primarily. Why i'm here um i'm also sort of you know visiting a few schools here and lecturing as well yes um so so that's that's interesting i have one today
0: t- teaching a business class this and week. doing a podcast and, and doing you know this, on the same, same this, day i <laughs> mean same, you know <laughs> i tell you what superman uh so now <laughs> tell me what did you do to be recognized what what impact did you make and i know there's probably Two days worth of just content we can cover on what you do, but can you tell us briefly of why are these people recognizing? What have you created or what did you produce that?
1: Okay, so I think one one of the um, key things here is the fact that um, I've been able to build a professional services company, a management consulting firm, in a very difficult market. You know, um, it was founded. In Lagos, and it's growing. It's branching out. We're having multiple locations, not just in Nigeria, but even across the, you know, the world. And um, people find it um, amazing that, you know, sometimes I give people my business cards in, in, in the UK, and they they tell me you can't be the managing partner because <laughs> they've either read a report or something, and they don't expect such quality yeah um, from the African continent ah, you know? okay so they tell me I can't be the managing partner and I'm thinking oh really yeah um, I, I feel good because I think it's a compliment yes. actually um, but a lot of people are trying to learn you know how it was done what did you do um, people actually go into this market and in a matter of months um, they get out because it's 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 quite difficult yeah um, But I tell people that um, business is business everywhere. You work with people. Right. Um, Now, the dynamics are always different like anything else. But if you understand the fundamentals in one area, it will apply to other areas. It's just that you have to be willing to remember that every environment has a peculiarity. It's just like... It's just like our kids mm-hmm. there's no one child that is exactly the same as the next child, no matter how much they even look alike, even identical twins yes right um and we just need to you know sort of apply similar thought process to 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 business um so quite a few people um, are recognizing the fact that innovation is innovation, you know um, it might be a Facebook you know or a LinkedIn in the u s and it could be um, finding a way to dig a hole so that you create a borehole and fetch water in mm-hmm. the village in Africa but it's still innovation yes. somebody had to think about that yes um, it's the same process the um, outcomes may be different but it's because
0: <laughs> the the areas are also different right' you know? And I think sometimes people may think, oh, it's too, this is so small, this isn't innovative. Exactly. But it's creating something. Yeah, that an helps impact people. in lives. An impact th- lives. I think
1: I think that's the even bigger and more important thing, you know, because, um, uh, you know, you sit down here, this podcast we're creating. Yes. You know, um, if you created similar content in Lagos, Lagos has over twenty something million people. Yes. Um. Even just one percent of that listening to this, it's mind blowing. Where do you get such numbers? Right. Um, The impact is always just exponential. You know, any little thing. So even the ball hole I'm talking about, you know how many lives you're gonna save? They didn't have water before.
0: That's amazing. You know, so
1: just helping them think through how to dig a well changes lives. Wow. And they're looking at you like, oh wow. This guy
0: has just changed the
1: way we do things.
0: And so now, I didn't prep you for this, but I think we, the listeners, myself, we have such an awesome opportunity to hear from you. And here's why I want to ask you, and you can take time to think about it, and we can brainstorm together since we're just doing this That's on the fly, but we have a lot of people who are trying to start small businesses. They own a small business. Mm-hmm. They have something they're creating in their living room that they're like, how do I get this thing to grow? How do I... What's the foundation? So what would be some, maybe two or three tips you would have for someone looking to innovate, to create a new business, to create a new new content? What would be some tips you would have for them if they're getting started or if they started already but can't pass that next level?
1: Okay, so I can tell you, um, I'll tell you a couple of things, but one of the things that holds people back from growing and even getting started in the first place it's fear. Mm. Um, fear of the unknown. You know, they they just, I mean, they, they can speak faith. They can talk faith. They can say all the good things. But to take the action um, is often difficult because they just don't know what to expect. Now, especially when they're looking at this venture as an alternative to, say, what a nine-to-five job that is certain you know and they're now looking at this opportunity it looks good it's possible that you know God gave it to them and you know in their heart it was a dream or a vision and they're looking at this big thing that hasn't started and this small thing that is predictable and is certain I will get this every month Um, so sometimes fear is one thing Um, now the second thing that people have to be mindful of is That it should always ensure that whatever they're doing uh, meets a need. Hmm. Okay. Um, What do you mean by that? uh, 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 Okay. So so I tell people that there are three things that makes a business successful. I call it like a tripod of business success. Um, One is capacity Hmm. um, or capability. That you have a capacity to do something. The other is passion. Um, as you already know um, passion is what sustains anything you know Uh, because even when the going is tough you know the passion just keeps pushing you pushing you along that's the second element the third one is something that people don't really think about you know people always talk about capability and talk about passion yes but the availability of customers the market Mm. market is the third you know Um, is actually is there a market for what you do and most times people don't spend a lot of time analyzing that so they come up with concepts it's great they're excited about it they run to you hey hey, this thing is awesome I can tell you it's amazing and they're like "Um,
0: but who's gonna use it
1: um I don't
0: know that's true, right? Yeah. For example, I love playing video games. I have a passion for it. Yeah. I have the capacity for it. I just don't know if there's any customers who want to watch me play what video play? games. <laughs> it's true. You know, and that's a key, it's a mm-hmm. key, it's a
1: key element. I met a lady um, in one of my classes. She says she makes high-end, Um, she called them um luxury linen, that mm. Um, And for the market, she plays in. Is actually in a low income area. Mm. So, my question was I appreciate the fact that you like this and you're passionate about this and you're insisting on catering to your local environment. Yes. But guess what? Your market is not configured for this type of product. That's
0: good. You know,
1: so because she was asking why she's operated for how many years and she hasn't broken through.
0: Mm. So really, a lot of people listening right now, you may have started a business and you're saying, why haven't I had breakthrough? Part of it. One, one point you made was fear. Okay. Fear could be stopping us from getting to that next level. Exactly. We're scared to step out, take exactly. that extra step. Exactly. Part of it could be we don't understand our our market dynamics, our demographics to where the product we have doesn't fit. Exactly. Or, or for this lady, I wonder, could she, I don't know her situation, but could she take her product, put it online and then reach a different market? But if she's looking at staying locally that just won't work. Yeah, so online would have been
1: great if that's a market that actually uses online media, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's in a fairly rural yes, you know, market and, um, and internet penetration is not great in that market now. You know, so everything just did not add up for what um she wanted to express. And sometimes people have to move out of their comfort zone in order to express themselves better
0: Mm, that's good so now you said a number of things that have made me just i don't know made my spirit perk up because the Share hope global podcast is a christian podcast but we touch on different areas but i can clearly see how business intersects with what god wants from his people you Mm -hmm. mentioned number one it should help people what are the greatest commandments? Love God, love people, right? If you have a business that's based on serving loving people, you're running an awesome business, a productive business, but you're also serving God. Correct. You mentioned about having faith over fear. It's impossible to please God without faith of what the Bible says. Right. If you're running a business that's based on faith over fear, you're pleasing God and you're helping customers. Right. That's an awesome um, cross-section, but what I find is that a lot of business people feel like they can't be Christian in the marketplace or they, at least in America. And I don't know what it's like in Nigeria. Tell me more about that. But I feel like I see a lot of my colleagues who identify themselves as Christians struggling that balance of I want to grow my business. But I feel like I have to fit in with everybody else and do the same things they do or maybe drop my integrity down to close this deal. Or I have to lie or I have to cheat or I have to do these certain things to succeed in business. I can't be a Christian or I can't be a self-business person. What would you say to that person?
1: Hmm. That's a very interesting, um, I guess, intro to this point. Um, so one thing that everybody needs to understand for those that are listening is that the concept of leadership and followership is real. Hmm. Um, even biblically you know pick up your cross follow me Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ had disciples yeah Um, there's a concept that exists called followership and the truth is it's either you're one or the other or you are one and the other depending on who's following you Mm -hmm. or who's leading you right now the, the thing about business in general is that a lot of people are actually looking for who to look up to mm. okay um, and most times instead of Christians to take the leadership
0: position you know they take the followership position Wow. Now, say that again I'm sorry people might have missed that so say <laughs> that again you said yeah Christians yeah. often take the... The followership
1: you mm. know, position um, instead of taking the leadership position. Now, many times they don't do it deliberately. Um, they do it from the perspective of, okay, oh, but the Bible says we should be humble. Mm. Humble yourself under the mighty hands of God and in due time you'll be exalted. <laughs> yeah, And, you know, it's their interpretation of the word... Um, Humility to them means, um, you know, be on the receiving end. And I'm like, no, you know, the Bible actually says that you should have dominion. You know, what does having dominion mean? It means you have to take over a territory, you know, and I hardly see Christians doing that. Now, what you find is that the moment you have dominion, the moment you're leading, people actually come and begin to ask, what yes. is this guy about what's driving him what's his motivation what is you know they become more curious about this thing that is making you have dominion yes and that's often more powerful than when you carry um, the word and the Bible in people's faces yes uh, hey you need to repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not even gonna listen to you <laughs> but the moment they see that oh interesting I was just looking at the Forbes List or uh, 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 uh Fortune, Fortune 500 list, and I can see that the top 10 companies are Christian companies. Yes. That's powerful. Maybe there's something going on there that's yes. making them because at the heart of it, remember that men are wired to hunt. That's biblical. Yeah, you know And if you're dominating your area, um, your career of, of, of career, people will look at it. Unfortunately, that's not the that's not the case. You look at this. I mean, I'm talking about Fortune 500 list. We are the Christians. Yes. You know where are they? Um, the Bible doesn't say we should not lead. It says the Bible we says we're the, the, head, and we're the, the tail, head and not the tail, tail. above not beneath. Not the, you know. So where yes. where 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 is all that? Scripture? That
0: is an interesting question. I want to pause there and think about that. Right? Are we as Christians accepting mediocre results because? we think that's okay. But the reality is the best tool for evangelism we have is to be successful in the marketplace. The best way to raise funds, to help people, to share, to give all these different things that we want to do is to be successful in business. So I want to make a big statement here. If we are not thriving and trying our best to thrive in business, we're not giving our very best in service to God. Correct. Think about that. You know, it's, um, It it sounds um,
1: simple, but that's the reality of it, you know. Um, Because at the end of the day, serving God is using everything you've got, your gift. Yes. And you're using your gift in the marketplace. So just by being successful, you're actually serving God, you know. But people don't think about it that way.
0: And not everyone, you know, and I think many Christians think, well, I have to be a pastor, I have to be an evangelist to serve God or go preach or serve in my church you can be in your area of business whether you're working for a corporation you own your own business and serve God to an amazing capacity correct you know
1: um, one of my pastor says this um, it says my nine to five is to preach on the pulpit you know it says you're also preaching it's just not on the pulpit. Mm. You know, you're also doing your bidding. Yes. Everybody has their role. You know, Some were called to fish, some were called to become carpenters, yes. Somewhere. but they are all serving the same God.
0: Well, now let me, let me... This is what popped in my head as you were talking. Imagine if Peter was not an entrepreneur. What platform would he have given Jesus to preach, to, right? To preach. Jesus said, let <laughs> me borrow your boat and get out there and exactly. preach. Exactly.
1: Everybody's got their role, remember? Yes. Again... Oh, um, the vine, the branches, the same concept. It's all about network. I mean, if we come to, you know, using marketplace language, um, you hear about network effects. Yeah, It's the same thing. Hmm. You know, everything works together for the same good to
0: serve God. That's powerful. So, friends, I, I, I hate to cut it off, but he has to go teach some people today, set some awards, change the world in some other way. But we're, we're definitely going to have my friend back. Um, what what final words would you say to anyone listening that I, I I feel there's people listening right now, like, I have this business and I feel inspired. I'm going to keep running or, man, I'm going to do my best at work today or, you know, But but then next week they're going to forget what you said. What would you say to keep them? On the right path.
1: Okay. I'll say that one of the things we do as Christians um, that we tell people a lot, but we tend not to practice is to write our vision and mm. make it plain. That's good. You know, it's biblical and it's practical. Now, when you write your vision, you have something to look at, you have something to look forward to, and you have something that motivates you. You know, so some people just, you know, internalize it and they keep it in inside and they find out that they're always procrastinating Uh, but if you put your eyes on the ball on that goal then there's something that continues to push you towards that goal so I think writing a vision is something they should you know always do
0: family get out your pens get out your paper get out your vision boards you have to write down the vision make a plan that's good advice Thank you so much. We Thank appreciate you. It's been having great. you. I love it. I Where love can it. people find you, follow you for advice or see what you're doing? Okay. Or um, see about your business, whatever it is. Yes. Like
1: okay, so I have, um, I could. I mean, you could check me out on Instagram or Twitter. My handle is at CC Monier. Again, the handle is at CC Monier, both on Instagram
0: and on Twitter. Awesome. He is doing some big things, not only in the marketplace, but for the kingdom of God. I hope you are encouraged. I hope you're inspired. Send us an email at ShareHopeGlobal.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Share hope Global. Message us if you have questions. We want to answer them. We want to be a blessing to you. We are also uh, here to pray for your business. Again, we want God to be able to use your boat. Whatever boat that you have and you're making available for God to use, we want to say, that we are excited for you. We want to bless your business. We want to pray with you as you go through the different challenges of uh, being an entrepreneur, but also all the great things that come with it. So we love you and we will talk to you next time.
1: Thank you for joining us this week. We pray that you were blessed by this podcast. Be a blessing and share this with your friends or anybody in your network. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, please feel free to contact us.
0: You can reach us on all of our social media networks. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook and Instagram you can find us at Share Hope Global. And on Twitter you can find us at SHG Outreach. In fact, we want to hear from you, so please comment. Let us know what you want to hear on future podcasts. You can even go to our website at www.sharehopeglobal.org. You can leave prayer requests, make a tax-deductible donation, and you can also just find out what we're doing in in the community, future outreach programs. Uh, Next time Denise is speaking or I'm speaking, we'll make sure we post it on there. But we want to hear from you. We want to interact with you. We love you. We appreciate you listening today, and we'll talk to you next time.